0: Greetings everyone, welcome to another episode of I Am Tech. I am Bandar Telezi, the host of the show. And today we are going to be talking about the most common way of getting hacked. And that is phishing. The more individuals we have using smartphones, the more opportunities hackers have to steal information for themselves or for the purpose of selling it. A lot of people, and I mean a lot of people overlook the importance of security on their devices not educating yourself on how to keep your information safe at all times as well as the different ways in which it could be retrieved by hackers will one day result in you becoming a victim and like i kid you not a victim of hackers let us get to phishing so i will explain what phishing is the different ways in which you can be hacked through phishing. Um, how to spot phishing, as well as, I mean, how to prevent it. I will try to be as simple as I can with the definition, but then if you do not understand, I'll try to be more simple. But yeah, here I go. Phishing is a cybercrime whereby hackers target individuals through the use of emails, your telephones, SMSs, as well as the links. Um, and then they pose as like legitimate institutions or legitimate people with one purpose in mind and one purpose only. That being to succeed in luring individuals into providing sensitive data, such as personally identifiable information, which would be... ID numbers, address, etc. Banking and credit card details, as well as passwords to social media accounts or anything else that you may have an account for. Now you're probably wondering, or like, let me just say, if you still do not understand, um, a perfect, like a perfect analogy of this would be fishing itself. When you fish, right? When you fish, you use bait. Same thing in fishing. In fishing, you set up all these things as bait. Right? You, You you what is written in the emails, what is said on the telephones, what is said in the messages, what you see on the website is all a way to what to reel a person in. Just like how you lure a fish using bait so he can catch it, right? You do the same thing when it comes to fishing. Like fishing is basically me luring you in so that you can give in my information. You giving me the information that I want is equivalent to a fisherman catching the fish after having lured it using bait. My bait being um, the emailing, the telephone number, the messaging, as well as the use of spoofed websites spoofed websites being like replicas of trusted websites with the intention of misleading you to a phishing website where i will fish for your information that's another way i could explain it phishing is basically hackers phishing for your information hope you understand because i couldn't have made it easier than that so there are different ways in which you can get fished, uh, or in which phishing can be done. And I probably already explained it, but I want to go through them one by one. The first example of this would be the use of website spoofing, which I've already explained. Uh, but then, yeah, it's the use of spoofed websites as well as login websites. So you find out that... On certain platforms you get links from people telling you yeah, click on this so you can watch this or click on this if you want to do this to your account and whatnot." And most of the times those websites right or like links that you get and you are told to make use of will require you to do something either to pay, either to download something or the most obvious of it all to Give up information like your login information so that it may access your stuff and do what it wants to do. An example of this would be what's this? Um, Oh yeah. The Facebook thing on Facebook, I don't know if it's still happening, but then there was this other link that was being passed around by people, right? And upon clicking on the link to the site, you are requested to insert your Facebook login information after doing so. It would refresh and display a screen where you were able to see 10 people that frequently visited your Facebook profile. Now, this sounds cool. And I mean, it is cool. But there were a lot of red flags that I noticed when I was trying to test it out myself. And I'm so glad that, that I didn't because a few weeks later or even a few days later, people started complaining. About how the accounts were getting hacked, information was being changed, and whatnot. And a part of me was like, there is no way that that link they didn't cause it because out of nowhere comes this link. There are so many red flags that people probably don't know because they don't know a lot about information security, right? Uh, so people willingly give up, give up information. Uh, not knowing what to check before giving up that information to this website and whatnot. And yeah, it results in people getting hacked and getting spammed day in and day out. This second example has to do with the second way in which you can get fished, which is through adverts, which I even forgot to mention in my definition. But then nonetheless, let me carry on. Another example that I want to give before telling you how to spot phishing is the use of ads. You have probably come across a ton of ads from the day you started browsing the internet up until now. And have probably given you information when you were a child to some of them or even now to some of them. So I don't blame you. As it is very easy to be checked by ads through the use of big bold words and those flash images and bright colors that are used, right? Into big, leaving the in quotes. And like, I believe everyone has seen this one where it says, You have won some what, not not not. Please spin this wheel. You spin the wheel, and like, you see all those fake comments of saying, Oh my gosh, I thought it was fake, but it's not. And I actually won. Do you know that ad? Like, and an ad wants you to. To spin like the wheel and then whatever the arrow lands on, that's what you win. And then after that, it takes you to another website and then it says he uh insert your email address here. And then after doing that, it says download this game and play for 30 seconds. Things like that. That's stirred up people trying to just reel really you in. Like they're using all of this stuff as bait that they're reeling you in and reeling you in so that you will give up the information that they want one step at a time. One step at a time. I do want to point out that I honestly do not blame people for falling victim to such stuff because if not people do see things like movies uh and the exaggeration when it comes to hacking scenes, people still have this weird idea or weird perception as what hacking is right uh which makes them end up overlooking the fact that there is more than one way to hack a person and it is actually not as complicated as it is made to be in movies now let's talk about how to spot phishing i'm going to start with sms's and emails then move on to sites and ads so the first thing you should do if you receive an unusual SMS is to ask yourself if you have done anything with relation to what is being said on the SMS. So, like, if you have registered for something and they said they will contact you either via email or SMS, then that is fine. Um, but then, if you receive an SMS and uh, what is there, like you have, you have haven't done what is there for like the past week then just leave it alone just delete it another thing you should understand is that banks only send notifications that have to do with transactions via sms and nothing else so if you get an sms asking you to confirm personal or account details via hyperlinks icons or attachment in an email or even over the phone just delete it If you receive an SMS saying that you won something from a competition, you did not enter. And that you have to click on the link to claim it, just delete it. Those are all very simple tactics that people still fall for that hackers use to gain access to your information. Now moving on to emails. The first thing, the very first thing that you should do uh to spot phishing emails is to look out for the writing most of the time phishing emails have sentences that have a sense of agency right they want you to act upon what is being said without question and without thinking things through phishing emails also always say that you have been a victim of abc and you have to give up xyz to secure your information another thing to do is check the link the just says check a link if you're using like a pc or a laptop it's just hover over it to confirm if that email address or website is legitimate the next thing to check for in phishing emails is the lack of details if things on that email or like, let me just say if the content in that email is simply stated, there is no product or service details that is given. There is no reference to like a mutual contact. Then it is definitely a phishing email unless it is someone you know. Um, If it's not from a website or email address that you know, as I just said now and you spot what I've said when you look out or when you check out an email, or just delete it immediately. Next up is websites. Phishing sites are not that easy to spot as they are exact copies of the real sites. Nonetheless, you can still spot a fake website by looking for the following things. The first step is to validate or is to check the legitimacy of the URL by hovering your mouse over it. In the address bar, you should look for a padlock icon and make sure that the URL starts with an HTTPS. The S in HTTPS in the site address indicates that the site is um, has been encrypted and secure with an SSL certificate. Without that S in HTTP, HTTPS, any data transferred um, via the site is unsecure and very, very vulnerable to third party interception. So even though you would check for this, please don't believe this alone as phishing sites themselves now often have CSL certificates. So when you are trying to spot a phishing site, please don't bet on that alone. But that's the first thing that you should probably do and check for. But don't bite on it alone. The second thing you would want to do is to check who owns the website. There are a number of free services out there that you can make use of on the internet. Um, to search up who the owner of them, so I really, uh, um, I really advise you to make use of them so that you can be able to s- spot things out and find out whether this email is, a, I mean, this website is a fashion website or not. Another thing is to really check, um, the spelling on the URL as well as the content of the website or the spelling on the content on the website if the phishing website is a replica of the real website then open it on a new tab and compare it to the real one and try to spot out the differences from the colors used um, the fonts that are used as well as the size of the letters moving on to ads Adverts come in many forms. So do malicious ads. So there is nothing much to say about adverts. But you should look out for the following when you stumble upon them. Ads, just like phishing emails, have sentences that have a sense um, of urgency. right, Wanting you to act upon what is being said without question and without thinking things through. They also say that you have, I mean like most of the time they usually say things like Oh you have a virus on your phone and you need to download A, B, C to get rid of Which is total BS You will never win something on the internet and get the message in the form of an ad That tells you to perform a certain task in order to receive your prize If you see an ad that says something like you have been selected for 1, to 3 Like, please don't pay attention to it, do not engage with it, just close it and carry on. In conclusion, security on devices is very important and is key to keeping your information safe at all times. A few things you should do to your browser and email before surfing the internet um, or opening those emails is to disable things like your locations, automatic downloads over Wi-Fi, or cellular data. Um, try and install or enable uh, any ad blockers that you may have. And if possible, please get VPN. Thank you all for tuning in to the third episode of this podcast. I really hope to see you more. For any questions or opinions regarding this episode's topic... Feel free to email me at imtechpodcast at gmail.com. I also have a YouTube channel called Frontend Avenue, so please check it out. I look forward to seeing you all again.